When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You'd have to hear the reaction or response or enthusiasm from the present audience to really believe it. Uh, maybe it was captured on the album, maybe it wasn't, but the first time I played a prison, I, I said, this is the only place to record an album live. I said, this is the only place to record an album live. I said, this is the only place to record an album live. I said, this is the only place to record an album live. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling. On down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry Well, if they freed me from this that railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away So, other than unbelievable, what, you guys check anything else out this week? Um, we watched oh Ken Burns, yeah. The Some Ken music. Burns country music documentary, yeah. right? Are you do you guys watch that? I mean, I love. First of all, it, it is a history of your country, my country. And then the music. I mean, we're we're learning. I never knew banjos came from Africa. Come on. You know? Was, did you know came... that? Was. 
Wazes away from the bone, but yeah, okay, I didn't know that. That's that's definitely interesting. So, and the way that it brought black and white culture together, and then you see how poor some people. It goes back to early 1900s. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. I, I just feel so lucky that I have running water and bathtub. <laughs> just sorry, sorry, y'all. I, I was sending a picture to the group and I got lost in the, like the microphone mute video thing. Um, I couldn't find it, but I found it, so I'm back. Um, did, did I did know the banjos was from Africa? What, what's a banjo? Is that the little small skinny guitar? <laughs> no, that, that's a ukulele. <laughs> No, it's banjo like is drums. The banjo no, it's like, is a no. it's like a circular guitar like, type yeah. thing. It's like the delivery yeah. like the yeah. 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 made out of tin. Yeah, that's that's the that's a mini guitar. It's not mini. Well, you, well you're right, Pasto. Uh, the, the, the the banjo is part drum, and it's got like a, a, a and it and then it's banjo. But there's either a four string let me, banjo. Let me Google Hillary, this Hillary played four string banjo. I used to play. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then there's the five-string banjo, you know but it's out. This is the one of the surprising things about it. They said I, I couldn't believe this. You know, they said that the slaves brought them here. Yeah, and okay, so the reason why it's associated with white culture so much is because, oh God, when they first started doing the other uh, the, the menstrual shows, like it was a white guy who started it, so he was basically combining like. Irish stuff with what he saw black people doing, you know, while they were sweeping the house or whatever the well, hell. Well, surely it was it was in conjunction and very fairly organized. Right? Right. Like I'm sure it was a right. joint effort. No. That's you know, that no, wasn't, it wasn't it. That was he just, it, so. Like how that shit st- how American music started and the New York Times is doing this shit called sixteen nineteen. It's just about like slavery in America and just like all these different things, but it talked about how the first iteration of American music is just that, like, the minstrel shows. Like, the, 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 this white dude, he just, like, you know, like, he started using the harmonies and the cadences or his interpretation of those, um, of the African people, the enslaved population of America, and then just some of the stuff that the Irish people were doing while they were here, and he just mixed it all up, and that's how you got, you know, a lot of your stuff. And well, the thing is, is that you're exactly right about that because uh, uh, the, the and then that was the first blackface that we had in our country, and yes, uh, sir. and and then also though uh, uh, Winton, uh, uh, Winton Marsala, you know the jazz musician, and uh, and also this interesting woman. I wish I remembered her name. She's a uh, maybe a 40s, 30s, 40s. Uh, she's a, a, a black woman, and they were very uh, enthusiastically uh, saying that um, uh, whites and blacks exchanged music with each other so much that they influenced each other, and there was some kind of a mixing of the music and in, in this mixing bowl of America. You know, last week I was in a kind of a hardened mood, you know, about the South, but it kind of gave me some encouragement because, you see, they never like to get poor whites and poor blacks together because every time they try to get together, yeah, the government doesn't like that. So it's the government that keeps most of us apart, you know, and and that's upbeat. That's not downbeat. 
I think that there's a. Uh, I think everybody should watch the Fern series. It really you're going to. It's an education. I mean, obviously, Wasp knows uh, some of it already, but it's very, very, very well done. And there's a lot of interesting black perspectives. And there's also the great black musicians, you know. That uh, and remember that uh, years ago, when when we were involved in the folk music scene. I used to like uh, Doc Watson, and uh, we get to see him play with his son. He was from the hills of North Carolina, and two of his favorite songs uh, writers were uh, Jimmy Rogers, but also Mississippi John Hurt, who was a famous black uh, folk singer, and uh, and and his son Merle Watson was a fan of uh, Mississippi John Hurt because they knew him personally, and of course we we liked uh, Sonny. Terry and Brownie McGee and very a uh, lot of uh, black musicians. In fact, I learned a lot of Brownie McGee's songs and and went in time one time in Newport, Rhode Island, went in and sat in the back with Sonny Terry and Brownie McGee. And if you don't know who they are, you know it's 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 a part of history. It's very important because folk music came along, and that was the only um, way that. We got to know about all the great black blues musicians that, uh, and I, I love the blues, so I spent a long time learning those songs. Yeah, Trust me, I've spent a lot of time on this podcast explaining to, to everybody, um, our three fans out there, that black people invented every single form of American music. It don't matter if it's country, rock and roll, the blues, R&B, hip hop, whatever. Well, we Waz, didn't, Waz, people didn't invent dubstep. Waz, didn't, uh, didn't the Beastie <laughs> Boys, didn't the Beastie Boys invent hip hop? House music, we invented house music. The Beastie Boys did I not think they invented house. I, no, I heard that somewhere. I heard that. <laughs> New York. No, but, but I will say this. Rick Rubin, um, Jewish man, very formative figure, very influential in the sound, the, the, the attitude of, um, super early commercialized, monetized hip hop. So shouts to Rick Rubin. He's an authentic. Well, there were a lot of Jewish men that were good in the music business, and they were good at bringing uh, forth uh, black musicians to the American public. Thank you to Jewish people. Yeah. I was you know that in Israel, but I was like, no, that ain't quite right. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Check out this new Amazon series, Undone. No, no. So it's the it's a they dropped it all at once. It's a story of a girl in San Antonio who gets into a life changing car accident, and it's got this animated style where they shoot it with real people, but then they draw over it, kind of like the movie is Scanner Darkly, 
I watched the first episode of that. It was kind of interesting. Uh, there's a there's a Between Two Ferns movie that comes out today on Netflix, which I'm sure will be delightfully <laughs> weird. Really? Yeah, <laughs> with uh, Galifianakis. With Galifianakis, yeah, yeah they just yeah. they oh, just nice. cut him loose on that one. Nice. Uh, did you guys check out The Deuce this week? Yes, I do. It's another one that I like to follow. Boy, I find that really depressing. <laughs> There's two different attitudes here, two different perspectives. I, mean, I can remember going to 42nd Street when you could buy three or four joints for a few dollars. They Uh-oh. were so skinny. Fritz. See a little strip show, <laughs> you know what I mean? They were so are you skinny. depressed that, that you can't go do I'm that now? Back, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no it's just more authentic. You couldn't go to 42nd Street without being approached by drug dealers and prostitutes and peep shows and this, that, and the other thing. And it was really very, very, now you very just get Now you just get facially recognized by your government. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of uh, Giuliani, but, you know, uh, he was the one that got the credit for cleaning that all up. They they moved yes. it into other neighborhoods, and now you look at Times oh. Square, it looks like China. By the way, by the way, keep what? an eye out for for uh, you know Donald in in disguise um, cleaning up the California streets. That's like on the on the horizon. He's going to do like oh, you what know Giuliani what you mean, the homeless. Yeah. yeah, that's scary. You know shit. what they said about Donald Trump today? You know that the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. You know he said that uh, the auto workers uh, are behind the uh, the uh, emission standards that California wants and the at General Motors is behind it. And they're going to go ahead and they're going to produce the cars. And they're going to sell them overseas too. Yeah. Because, you know, one of the nice things today is to see these young people in the street. Oh, yeah. Today's great. Because, you know, the number one issue in America is climate change. Look at the kids are all out and there. They don't do anything about it soon. You know, we're losing billions and billions of birds. Where where they we're get the wetlands are getting wetter, the drylands are getting drier, like uh, Governor Newsom says. You know we're in deep shit here, and if they don't start uh, dealing with the ozone layer, which we haven't heard about in a long time, uh, we're, that sun's going to beat down on this country, and the the uh, uh, the oceans are rising, and and the people are just going to get flooded out, and it's going to continue to be a refugee problem all over the, our country. Yeah, if you guys, you're, you're aware of the I the told you to keep it upbeat. Yes, I know. <laughs> that is well, other than that, everything's great. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, that is, uh, I, I, you know, I don't see any kids in where I am. Where are they? Kids? Well, they're in New York. Just New York. Germany, they were... There was something oh. going on in Hartford. Somebody asked me if I'd go to Hartford today. Let the kids do it. Did you hear about this Swedish kid that came all the way across the Atlantic Ocean and sat for Congress and said said to Congress, it's time to do something about climate change? You've seen her. She's been all over the place. Years ago, Pete Seeger and Arlo Guthrie and a whole bunch of friends. You know, Arlo was Woody Guthrie's son. And and in the 70s, you know, uh, just around 1969, 70, they got together and sailed the sloop, uh, the sloop ship down the uh, Hudson River, you know, and they finally cleaned the Hudson River up. And they were doing concerts in towns, you know, all down along the Atlantic coast. And I saw them in Boston. And um, that's part of our past, too. You know, you have to connect to our history because in order to understand what's happening today, 
and Donald Trump is another version of Richard Nixon and LBJ, you know, he's just another version. And I watched with interest, Bill Maher talked about television. I watched with interest because there was a Jewish girl, a uh, young girl in her 30s that just completed a She was a New York Times editor. New York Times person and wrote a book. And, and she said that, you know, when the society is, uh, starts attacking Jewish people, uh, like uh, Richard Nixon called them dirty Jews at the New York Times. He said, he said those dirty Jews, he says, they, they protect those Vietnam protesters, you know, because he taped everything that he uh, said. And, um, right. and, and that she said, and I was going to write her a note about it because I said, you know, you're right about that because when a society stops telling the truth, they, then the Jews get attacked, and that's the signal. Interesting. By, by the way, speaking of the Jews, you know, we've finished Our Boys, right? Remember I talked yes. about Our Boys? I haven't finished um, it. Is this going to be a spoiler? No, it's oh. not. I, okay. um, did you read that Netanyahu was really pissed off about it? Yes. And also, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that, I and, thought that and, was interesting. And also the, the spy. The spy, with, yeah. uh, Well, that you, spy you, thing was all inaccurate, like – a lot of that stuff wasn't even like true I, You know, I just read today his wife put published some yes. comments, and, yeah. and she's so upset. And yeah, um, yeah, I like watched fictional. the first episode of that, y'all, and I was like, mm, "This ain't for me." Mm -mm. It yeah. was just yeah. dragging along for me. I need more action with my spy thrillers, man. I, I, I don't know, maybe maybe a uh, Homeland has spoiled me, but I, I just I, I need more movement. Then you know, all right, I'm yeah, going to Argentina now. But that she's saying it isn't. Well, yeah, that's right. She, some of the truth that they're telling, she blames the Mossad because they said they sacrificed her husband. They should. He shouldn't have gone back. He came back. He was worn out. He he confused personalities. He thought he was a Syrian businessman, and he was waking up in the middle of the night with nightmares. Told his wife his feet were burning, and he and and they. But the guy who actually ran him was the guy that played the FBI guy in The Americans. Remember, Was? The FBI guy in The Americans? He yeah, Stan Beeman. Yeah, he's dope. He's he a great played, actor. Yeah, he played the Mossad agent, and he said, go home and think about this for 24 hours because I don't think you should go back. And But he did go back, and then... Uh, the rest is history. I don't want to make a spoiler of it, but uh, anything else would be a spoiler. But I, it was really a, an amazing movie. But I understand this generation might not be ready for some of these movies, but um, I'll tell you, that that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. Fact, I think the Golden Globes is going to be between um, The Spy and uh, Our Boys. We'll see. And, I, you know, if you get Our Boys into Hollywood, the uh, they might not make it because of Netanyahu doesn't like it. And another thing that I learned, this is very interesting because I never knew this. Um, I never understood, and, and I'm, I'm picking it up in the politics of the election uh, that just happened in Israel, is that the, um, the Orthodox Jews are very, very conservative, and they are very, very aggressive. And, um, and, uh, 
they're very, very big supporters of Netanyahu. So uh, I never knew that. You know, I never understood it exactly. The religious the way right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same here. Really, really. Same rabid, here. Rabid. Yeah. Same here. Oh yeah. You know, they, they I mean they see the people of the streets of California as like they're they're animals. They're not yeah. people. You know. Yeah. And, and you know, there was one one of my it's unfortunate people love God so much. One of the, <laughs> in the name of God. Was. In the name of God, you know. It's really one of the unfortunate, man. In um in uh, the movie was uh when they went to the Palestinian and uh his name was Hussein and his son Mohammed, and by the way, I never heard the nickname Hamid before I saw this movie, but he called him Hamid. You know, he was only 16 and a half years old, and it was a retaliation murder against the Palestinians. And it was three Orthodox Jews that that um, had been educated in the in the um, uh, yeshiva, and uh, that killed him. And um, the uh, one of the things that I one of the things that uh, Hussein said was when the prosecutor came to tell him that he was going to prosecute the case to the fullest extent of the law. And they, they were very good. I mean, the police were outstanding. But he said, you mean to tell me you don't care about me when I'm alive, but you care about us when we're dead? Yeah. And it, yeah. it, reminded, me of, it reminded me of the Vietnam veteran, you know. The v, there's some Vietnam veterans that won't go to the VA because they said they didn't care about us when we were there. And they're not going to care about us when we're here, you know. So this is these are the disappointments in life because as you go through life, you you know, like right now they're ignoring a multi-trillion-dollar debt in this country, and we have our Democratic candidates trying to tangle with Trump on issues that the American people are not going to budge on. Medicare is hanging by a thread. It pays. They say it pays eighty percent but it pays pennies on the dollars. The doctors are willing yeah. to take care of us older people, but if they put everybody on Medicare, the system's going to collapse. So this whole business of these Democrats picking on the issues, instead of hitting the highlights, the high points, and getting after Trump for the fact that he doesn't follow the Constitution, that he failed to take away Obamacare, he failed to build a wall, he failed to handle the debt. He doesn't follow the Constitution. He won't save the environment. He doesn't pay his taxes. He won't let himself be investigated. And they're worried about all these issues like guns. You can't take guns away from American people. And you can't hit them with the immigration issue because they can't even take care of Americans in this country. Free college is like, are you kidding? We pay thousands and thousands of dollars to get ourselves through college and law school. And and then they're talking about uh, raising taxes, and 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 they're going to get rid of fracking. Fracking is a terrible thing, but it's people at work. It's employment. So Trump, I'm I'm telling you right now, if they don't get on the right track, they're going to lose this election. Unfortunately, his friends, his, his, his supporters don't care about any of the things you mentioned. Like, they don't care about anybody following the Constitution. Like, that, that doesn't concern the people who love that guy. Like, they're just happy he's there. They don't care what he's actually doing. Yeah. Well, right. That's, listen, right to your right. right to your Congress people, like your local people. They need to hear from you. You know, 
that's what they're waiting for. I realized that with my principal this week. Like when I was talking to him, I'm like, dude, I think he's digging this. You know, because not many people bring up this stuff and they're out of it's out of their hands. So they kind of need people to be active. So get off your phone, you know, and do something. Just be actionable. You know, we can't well, just I'll have these you, conversations. Well, years ago, when um, um, I worked for a man named Senator Fred Harris, who was from Oklahoma and he was running for president and he was uh, gone by April or May, but. I, um, he was from Oklahoma and he was married to a full-blooded Cherokee woman and he was, uh, wrote a book called The New Populism and he was fantastic. I mean, he was just unbelievable. And uh, we, I met him down in New Haven at a fundraiser after his campaign was over and I sat right next to him on the couch and I said, I was in college and I was studying history and English and I said to him, I said, you know, I, my history tells me that we have three parties in Britain, Labor Party, Conservative Party, and the Liberal Party. And he said, you know, he said, we'll never have a third party in America. And because I wanted him to be a third party candidate. But he said, never have it. We'll never be successful because the problem is, you know, you can go out, you can win 15 states like Perot did a few years ago when he took on the debt, Ross Perot. But it doesn't count for anything because you don't get any seats in the Senate or the Congress. You know, right. in England, it's all or nothing. everybody gets representation. That's right. Well, yeah. Dad, really good history. Thank you very much. Very good. Okay. Um, you don't know any guys, TV shows? <laughs> uh, hey, you have TV. Any, any on the list? Make it quick. I just want to tell you one thing. If it wasn't Uh-oh. for TV shows, you would never see truth in this country because the news is not what we were brought up okay. with. Okay. Tell us the shows now. Okay. And <laughs> if you want to know the truth, you've got to keep watching these TV shows and movies. I agree with you. Only get it. And by the yeah, way, okay. that's what couple. people are watching. That's what people are watching, except for the people that are hooked on those news shows. Get off of them, man. Just get off of them. Okay. They cause nothing but pain in your life, you know? I got some new hey, stuff coming up. About Logan Roy. Drive your fucking Wally Bird! Oh. Boy, was I... Oh, was I oh my God. That show. His wife that show. Yeah, what happened there? Maze, what happened? Why Why did he... Because it, was it the whole thing of seeing uh, uh, Shiv and... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, Shiv and the company. And company. The brother. What's the brother? The brother is um oh, i'm sorry i've been muted it's roman he hits roman in the face after oh shit calls him a dinosaur yeah. on stage is that what you're talking right. about it was just, yeah, it was yeah, just yeah. a sequence of things that threw him over the edge you know well, roman it, just got roman was just in within striking range <laughs> he just caught the first blow but uh we go into it on the tv book club we speculate that there's a history of abuse especially between logan and uh roman and that this is not wow. the first time that this has happened so wow yeah, because he takes it like that. Yeah, I that was the most. And then, expect- and, and then even uh, what's his face yelled at his dad. Yes, Kendall. Kendall getting right in Logan's face was the the defining moment of that episode to me. Yeah, you yeah. could see his arc. He, you could see his transition happening, starting with that the thing on the plane where he. T- where he screams at the guy. <laughs> you take the shit I'm pouring on you and pour it on your minions. 
I mean, that's that's anyway. What I'll he, have I got some new wants. stuff coming up. I'm going to watch next week. All right. Well, t- tomorrow's going to be very hot. So if you want to come over and and have a barbecue, we'll have our last oh. summer barbecue. Okay. Oh, Grayson okay. has soccer in the morning, and, and then and then uh, yeah, we'll probably just be chilling at the house. Okay. Okay. Bye, guys. All right. Well, thank you very much. Bye. See ya. Have a good Bye. one, Bye, Sarah. Eden. Bye, Eden, Walt. get him out of here. Bye, uh, Maze. Eden dropped off the call. Later, guys. The bathroom. Yeah, Later, y'all. Guys, out of here. Enjoy. Because I never heard uh, a reaction to the songs like the prisoners gave. They they weren't ashamed to show their appreciation or their, their enthusiasm for anything that we did. I mentioned it to three or four people at Columbia, and they just kind of fluffed the idea off and. Maybe I would lose interest in it for a while, but uh, I never forgot the idea. I kept going back to prisons, playing shows for the men, and every time I played one, I, I decided more and more that I had to go to a prison to make a record. You had a good picture, huh? Uh, there's a great deal of contrast in it, and currently it's upside down on our monitor, but we can make out a fair amount of detail. <laughs> there he is. There's a foot coming down the steps. Okay, Neil, we can see you coming down the ladder now. Okay, I just checked to uh, get back up to that first step. Uh, if uh, that hasn't collapsed too far, but uh, it's adequate to get back up. So there's a foot on the moon, stepping down on the moon. If he's testing that first step, he must be stepping down on the moon at this point. Um, uh, at the foot of the ladder, the lamp foot pads are only uh, depressed in the surface about one or two inches. <laughs> <laughs> Very fine grain as you get close to it. It's almost like a powder. Armstrong is on the moon. 38-year-old American standing on the surface of the moon. On this July 20th, 1969. That's one small step. Weed! The weed! The weed! Gotta worry about the little things. Bees, trees, whales, snails. I think we're part of a greater wisdom than we will ever understand. A higher order. Call it what you want. You know what I call it? The big electron. The big electron. Doesn't punish, doesn't judge at all. Just is, just is. And so are we. For a little while. Thanks for being here with me for a little while. In 1987, when the Air Force sought to reserve its rifle holder, my father didn't know it. Now, at the foot of the ladder, the lamp foot pads are only uh, uh, I do, but I find myself doing it and I can't stop it because greater power than the power I know of myself. Make I do it, and then I find no arm come to I. So I do it. Jack Spool tell us a story about Waz. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, I, uh, I knew Waz was going to be at Faded, right? Faded is the comedy show every Friday that uh, friends Mike and Sean and David and Zach and 
free, all put on. It's one of the best shows in LA every single week. It's great. It's only 10 bucks. Bring your own beer, all that stuff. They got stuff for sale. So I knew I knew Waz was going with uh, with our friend Mo Dockel. And I showed up a little later with uh, with Nitz. And so we went and sat in the front row and Waz and then we're apparently in the back. <clears throat> so Nitz and I are up there and this comedian gets on stage and she starts talking. She mentions that she's Haitian. And immediately, like, she's like, she says something like anybody out here, Haitian or no Haitian, whatever. And as soon as she asked that, my head drops. Like, I just, I, like, I just knew, like, my head just, like, like, I just, he my knows head exactly what's coming. Dropped. So, uh, so I hear from the, I hear from the back, like, yo, Haitian, I'm saying, you know, like, just the whole, the whole was deal. And they're kind of like shouting at each other in a conversational way not like heckling or anything but like they're talking a little bit about just how haitian was is and uh and was also said a name different than was so my my haitian nickname is whoa whoa okay yeah and when you said that when you said whoa she said oh that is i hate you you are legitimately very popular nickname if your name is ronald right like in 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 french or creole or whatever they pronounce your name Wonal, and then so and so your nickname will be Wowo. Or if your name is Roland, it's Wolund. So your name is Wowo. Like there's a lot of woes in right. Asian culture. But, but it's just it, here's the thing. It's that look, if I meet Waz out somewhere and I know he's with his friends or with his family, like all right, I'm 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 expecting to hear a lot of like things about Haiti, Haitian culture, everything, right? Like, and, and, and I'm, I'm all for it. I love learning. It's a great energy, everything. It's just the fact that it doesn't matter where I go with Waz. It doesn't matter where I go. He always finds somebody Haitian to talk like about. Haitian heat-seeking missile. And it's to the point, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I'm fucking sick of it. Like, I'm just... I'm saying I get it, Waz. I get it. There's a million of me around at all times. Like I'm yes, sure, like yes. you know, very over, over it. It. But it's just it doesn't matter. We it get in an Uber together. Context. We go to a goddamn movie. We go to a cop. It doesn't matter. He's gonna yeah. find someone, and it's gonna be the conversation. And to the point that the look he gets on his face is almost it's almost an apology of like this keeps happening but it's also a satisfaction <laughs> of like fuck you this is great that this keeps happening <laughs> no so the the thing is this girl gets on the stage this nice young lady and i'm like you know whatever they had a bunch of great comedians up there it was fantastic my favorite was the um bisexual dude from insecure i don't remember his name little light skin cat zach oh langston yeah oh he was fantastic yeah he goes up every once in a while he's hilarious he is he's so, so freaking and you, good, you know the crazy dude. thing about him is is that every time i've seen him maybe six or seven times over the last year it's been different material every single time i've never seen him repeat stuff like he's which is crazy incredible he should be a lot bigger than he is but yeah whatever. i agree this girl gets up and she's like you know just a regular girl and this woman, i'm not thinking anything and she just, I don't know. I wasn't getting the Haitian vibes from her, Zach. I just wasn't. And so when and, she and as everyone this, knows, as everyone knows, you know the vibes. Oh, like, of course. <laughs> uh, the vibes. I'm so familiar with the vibes. It's incredible. And um, so when she got up there and said that, I was I was very excited. And, you know, I was sitting next to my girlfriend, and she did the same Zach face and just like, yeah. like No, because what's funny Contain is, yourself. What's funny is Mo told me that he saw. He saw like he because he said because I started telling the story of like her saying Haitian, me hearing you in the back in my head, and I, before I could say, he goes, "Oh, your head dropped, like you, like you look so, 
frustrated. <laughs> yeah, so I screamed for, and she, and you know, because there's not a lot of Haitian people in LA like at all. Right. So you could tell she was genuinely surprised yeah, when somebody was, was like, yeah, yeah Haitian, right here. <laughs> it was great. That was fantastic. <laughs> Anyway, great night. Um, you guys should, everybody who's listening yeah, to this. Yeah, if you're in L.A., let me know. In or around yeah. L.A. And even better, they're moving it from the damn east side, which I'm not going to lie, I hate going to. Um, and they're moving it to Mid-City, which is yeah, perfect. Two weeks. two weeks, yeah. All right, Mage, got some questiones? All right, Paul Bowl, Smoker Paul Bowl, Jade at Paul Bowl 7. If you have a song stuck in your head, how do you get rid of it? I don't. If it's stuck in my head, it's you for a reason. Stuck? It's a great yeah. song. Yeah, the two songs that I have me. stuck in my head right now, one of them is from the Righteous Gemstones, yeah, Misbehaving. Like all week, it's been stuck in my head. And the other one is that fucking Geico commercial with the boy band that doesn't dance. For some reason, oh, that song is stuck in my head. It is kind of a banger. I like it. It makes me laugh. Misbehaving is stuck in my head right now. I've like every every like nine seconds, I in my head goes <laughs> running through the house with a pickle in my mouth like that every damn time. Like it is constant. One more time, one more time, please. Run through the house with a pickle in my mouth. Misbehaving. Um, for me, it's definitely been it's been two joints. It's been what's love got to do with it? Mm. Um, because the Ike Turner clip surfaced on the internet where he was just like, um, just. Like casually saying, you know, I'd smack Tina Turner around when she wasn't smiling enough, and he was like, "Got by, by God, it, it actually would work." She'd start smiling, and he's saying it like unironically, just straight up, like, "Yeah, like I did the right thing there. She wasn't smiling, so I beat her up." Um, so I've just been thinking about what's love got to do with it, and um, heard it through the grapevine because of that Motown documentary. Mm. That those two songs have been stuck in my head for like two weeks. No. It's not, I, I wouldn't say it's an underrated song or even a forgotten song because it's still very popular. But you know what song that just will always get me is uh, just my imagination. Woo! Like man, Such a that is just always Such, gets me. Like it just it smooths song. out everything. Oh, like I just kind of so sink good. into it. Like oh my god, great song. All right, Jer is me at Thrice J. What reality TV show would you want to be on? Survivor. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still real world for me. That's been my dream since a teenager. That, that, it's still that's not real a thing world. anymore, right? No, they brought it back. They recently they brought it back. Yep. On yep. MTV. Yep. Oh. But it's nothing always... ever really dies on MTV. It's always it's been true. real world. It always will be real world for me. My homie Dan Angelasher from high school, the only person who I personally know who made a tape and submitted it, didn't get picked, obviously, but he actually did that shit. <laughs> what happened? I, can't, to Eden? I think she Eden had to dropped go to class. off. Oh yeah, she had to go oh. class. Oh. Uh, I can't stand the the whole fakeness of it, but I always thought it'd be funny to try to be a wild card on the the Bachelorette. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, I would that would I be so funny if you were This is too awkward. Yeah. I'd like to know how I do on Survivor. Yeah. Uh, I've always like, wondered. Yeah, like I that fascinates me. Like all the I guess like 90 Day Fiance would be wild to be on. Somebody like, send me that. Crazy. Can you email me that the flyers? Got you. Andrew Byrne at Andrew P. Byrne. Does Jade still think Epstein is a fake conspiracy? 
No, it's not a fake conspiracy, Andrew. It is a multi-leveled conspiracy. And Epstein is an agent. I mean, that's on, or I shouldn't say that, but it's very well reported that uh, he was working for intelligence, as uh, according to Alex Acosta, who during his interview to be Secretary of Labor said he was told to lay off of him, which is why he got the sweetheart deal in Florida, in which he operated out of a house. <laughs> and uh, he said he was above above his pay grade. So you have to really keep that in mind. So what I said was the suicide in the prison was a conspiracy, right? To keep you away from, you know, oh, seeing... There's no, there's no way he committed suicide. Such, no, I killed him. But, yeah. but, but just having that debate is kind of serving their purpose. You oh, know it's, a I mean? it's a distraction. It's a distraction. Yeah, it, it's just to get you tangled into this, like the hyoid bone broke and he got attacked two weeks earlier. So they designed it to be like, oh, this is... They're going to love it. You know, they're writing scripts here. You know, I, I mean, like I said, never saw any footage of this guy. Walk into that jail or out of it, right? There's a picture with his face and I always said why are they bringing out why are they rolling out dead people now with their faces exposed you know <laughs> stop for the camera here I am you know yeah that is so that doesn't usually happen right right that's weird. exactly yeah. that's weird uh, and then you know you can but, keep going but famous people don't usually die in jail though like that's another thing like uh, when people die Period. in jail it's just anonymous yeah I mean yeah, we'll, yeah, have to, people, we'll have to wait we'll have to wait and see what happens with R. Kelly but yeah yeah. Watch, you're right. Um, uh, he, that is a really, really bad thing for the jail to have let that happen. Just it's curious. insane. It bad. <laughs> it's I mean, it's, it's so bad. It was clearly whatever it's, it was. But again, yeah. don't get stuck on that. Don't get stuck on it. I think I was, pickle in my mouth. I was considering having <laughs> um, Liz Franzik and uh, Bryce from the true and non pod. Cause they do the Epstein. I was, they, they're in, they're in, they're in San Francisco. So I was thinking about having them up perhaps for like 15 minutes. I think that would be pretty good. <laughs> you know, I'm sure it'd be a nice hard 15 and, and no one would go over time on that at all. That sounds uh, like a night. Well, before. you know how we did the short segment with uh game of Thrones in Chicago. Wasn't yeah. that shortish? No, I, yeah. I, I, I know. I'm just I well, like, well, here's I'm the here's the issue with I'm that. I'm so pumped idea. for this show. I'm here's so the pumped. issue with that idea. It has to be funny and fun. It can't just yeah, oh, no, no, no. It can't be no, Zach, of... Zach. No, no, no. Bryce and Liz are phenomenal. You gotta check them out. They're they 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 keep it like it's all comedy. You know? Young Pep Dash, a young Pep Dash, if you had to give up one for the rest of your life, would you rather give up all drugs and alcohol or sex? For this question, weed is considered a drug, and drugs include prescriptions with enjoyable side effects. You can still do all the things up to sex, but no penetration. You can have sex. Wait, what wait, kind of question wait, hold on that? a second. All right, that end part. Yeah, what's with the fine print? Keeps, you, you can have <laughs> sex. You can that. have sex specifically if I still get to whack off. Like, come on now. Give me a break. <laughs> nah, you can have the drugs and the alcohol. Give me the sex. <laughs> That's not even a tough one. I was gonna say first time I read one, it, I, th- I thought it was drugs, alcohol, or sex. Like one, two, three, oh, one choose one. Oh, you but alcohol. yeah, I would give huh. up alcohol. But if it's drugs and alcohol, I'm know. giving them both up. I guess. Yeah. Sometimes guess? I like that drink. <laughs> I like that drink sometimes. Yeah, me too. But I always like sex. 
PJ at Aloy's or <laughs> PJ hashtag Aloy's boys at Foolish Killer. Is there a difference between straw and hay? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, I never thought about that before. Has hay ever broken a camel's back? Maybe it's a density thing. <laughs> that's not a good joke, Sarah. No. What? Not. Do you get it? Density. Yeah, I get it. You gotta get you know it. You gotta get is. it. Yeah, you gotta get uh, it. There, there is a difference. Somebody was quite upset about this. Straw is a stock, usually a waste product of wheat. Hay is used as animal feed and is a alfalfa or a grass. So they're very oh, different. Okay. I don't buy it. <laughs> Uh, Zach, we were kind of talking about this on Cinephobe a little bit, but Jake at I Am Cohen Crazy, all-time favorite SNL sketch and favorite SNL cast member. Um, look, it's going to be a very typical answer, but Will Ferrell's got to be. Yeah, it's Will Ferrell, cast member, and then, like, the supporting top five is, like, Bill Hartman. You know what, uh... (sighs) I'm sure there are better answers for this, but the one, the first sketch that came to mind, so I'm just going to go with that because I don't want to turn this into a nine-minute me trying to figure out which one it is. But <laughs> Whole other for me, yeah, for me, the first sketch that came up was the Debbie Downer at Disneyland with uh, <laughs> with Lindsay Lohan. Nice. And like yeah. no one, nobody can keep a straight face throughout this. Like yeah. everyone breaks. Horatio Sands breaks. <laughs> like everybody breaks during this one. And it is... Like if you haven't seen so it, just go funny. Google it right now. Like it is, it'll make you so laugh. fucking good. Like it's just that one always gets me. Two more obscure ones, as opposed to just saying more cowbell for the five hundredth time is Tracy Morgan used to do this thing called Brian Fellows Safari yes. Planet oh that always used to so make me laugh. Funny. That goat's got devil eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, ma- hey, Maze, Maze, when is the Breaking Bad movie come out? October 11th, right before the live show. Oh, great. Oh, Oh, viewing party. Let's run out of theater. And then the other one that I think of that was super weird that I liked was Will Forte had one called The Falconer, where it was just him, like, screaming at a fake falcon that was his best friend. And it was, yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Those are are just the weird ones that I remember, for sure. Who's your favorite... um... Who's your favorite weekend update recurring character? Oh, uh, Stefan. No, it's, Bill. Uh, Bill. Uh, is it? Wait, that's what's his name? Bill Hader when he does yeah. that. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Stefan. That's yeah, Stefan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because so funny. it's it was so funny when they did it, and then when you learn the process of how they put it together, yeah, Bellini would spring jokes on him at the last minute without uh, any rehearsal. Like he changed right. jokes right before the live. And that Bill Hader would basically go up there and not have any idea what he was about to say. I, that's yeah, I, I can't. That's, like so that's that's such a ridiculous process. Yes, to do <laughs> yes. that like that like it doesn't make sense that they could pull it off the way they did, considering that was the process. And when you know when you know what Mulaney goes on to do, and obviously what Hader goes on to do, just like the combo, yeah, of the, is so good. What's yours, Zach? Did I get mine? I, I must have missed it. Oh, oh, for the for the th- um, it's, it's probably yeah, it's definitely Stefan. I like I drunk did, uncle I, too. I I enjoyed like the Nick Cage thing, and obviously oh, he goes on Cage. there. It's great. Yeah, but 
it get in the cage. Like, get in Nicholas Cage was the best one. Yeah, that's when it that that was when it really hit. All the other times, I'm like, yeah, th- I mean, this is a good, you know, this is a good impersonation, but it it went over the top with that. All right, let's see. Anthony Canton the third. What's the worst restaurant you've eaten at? What? 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 The worst restaurant I've eaten at? What's kind the worst? Lazy question was that, AC. <laughs> next, he's, he's banned. banned. Next week. Banned. How, whoa, <laughs> we getting a one week suspension? Yeah. Week? Well, no, just, just one. one. Just one. Just one. one? Okay. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay um jeff cornegay from the discord what fast food item if it was discontinued would upset you the most he says polynesian sauce would be up there for him Ooh, that's a good one what mm. what about like the that big one. mac what if they cancel the big mac i'll eat a i'll eat a big mac like it's good but if if i never got to eat one again i wouldn't be upset but it's an uh, icon it is an icon, but like I'm not like planning. Although we gotta never, get off I'm this never beef, like, people. Oh, I gotta go get a Big Mac. Get off this beef. Get off the beef. That's what I'm trying to what? do. What? Really? Well, well because um, we're be doing this shit because, again now. We do this every ten years. No, but Zach, <laughs> because of the uh, they have to cut down all these forests in order to graze cattle. Cut them down. We're not gonna. <laughs> we're not like we're not gonna survive this shit for years anyway. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. may as well go out like well eating. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to breathe that much anyway. Like, you can have the oxygen. I'm good. <laughs> Cut it all down. Burn it all down. Let the waters rise. Let's all go party. Like, let's serve. You know what the issue is with this shit? And I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's you fucking vegans out here. This is the issue. <laughs> I don't have a problem with veganism. I don't have a problem with you being vegan. But I'm sick of these fucking Instagram posts, these Instagram stories. Oh, the lungs of the earth are, are dying. And it's because you guys eat meat. No, motherfucker. I eat good meat. It ain't meat. Sure, I'll go to a McDonald's every once in a while. I'll go to, an, to a Wendy's and In-N-Out every once in a while. I know that's all that processed bullshit, even In-N-Out to a certain degree. Right? It's the people doing their all the damn time. It's like Jade said, it's the corporation. It's not me, vegans. It's the rest of them. There are some really good people in advertising. In fact, I know one of them. His name's Whitney. And he's he's in that uh, high level. He was a high level ad digital ad guy. Worked for years or seven years, and he was like he was responsible for when Domino's kind of reformed their brand um, to you know real ingredients, real yeah, cheese right. from a farmer. You know what I mean? Which is which is fairly commendable and admirable. But I feel like. It's still the corporation will eat itself eventually. You know of what course, I mean? Yeah. And so I'm watching. So I'm watching this Domino's ad the other day, and I'm just struck. They're back on the 30 second clock. So when Domino's first started, that was their whole thing, right? And yeah. like you, there was this thing out there. Yeah, and you would get a free pizza, but uh, um, and then slowly they kind of that wasn't their thing, and and now it's back. And I see this commercial the other day where the Domino's drivers are like getting out of their car and running to the door. 
I'm like, no, 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 no. I guarantee you that's not I'm like, I don't want them. I don't want them to be doing this. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like, why are they advertising this nonsense? I'm like, just take your time and give me my pizza. You know, (laughs) like, yeah. Drive your fucking Wally Bird. But it's back. You know, like these these corporations, they do good for about three, four months. They realize that their their methods don't work like that. They relapse. Yeah. Well, it's not even a relapse. It's just back to normal. You know. Yeah. This is the drug portion of it. And then let's get get back to being, you know, utterly ridiculous. I'm trying to cut the whole food, the fast food world out entirely. Yeah, I think that's a good idea, right? It's not we need to stop eating meat. It's we need to cut out the... Eat less. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, All right. Drive your fucking Wally Bird! Maze, got one more? One more quick one? Quick one? Yeah, Julian O, Julian O at Julian O, what's the worst public bathroom that you have to use day-to-day? I mean, Zach doesn't have to use public bathrooms. Jade, do you you really have to do that? I do. I have the office, like, common bathroom, but it's well taken care of, so. Well taken care of. I mean, I I don't have, like, a terrible one in my life. Sarah, what about you? Ours was was so bad. Like, the old store I was at, like, people, (sighs) I don't know, I don't know what they would do. Or, like, no, the, the men's restroom. Like people would just—I don't know—there would just be. How like, do you know what the men's staff. restroom looks like, Sarah? Because it's like right by my cameras. Like right by there. No, there's no cameras in there. <laughs> Stop. No, but like uh, people like would come in there and just like there would be like poop smeared like all over the walls what? and what? the ground. <laughs> yes, they like it happens once a week. Like I don't, you know, I don't know. Like crazy people will just come in and what? and yeah, like they'll just be pooping stuff. Poop? Is that a, was All that a regular time. thing? Like it happens. Is like, that a side weird. effect of one of the drugs <laughs> no. that they're prescribing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God. But yeah, it's pretty I, bad. Yeah. But like, like I'd never use the restroom. So, so if I had to work like a twelve-hour shift, I would just like not drink or eat anything because it wasn't worth it to go to the bathroom because you didn't know what you were gonna find. What <laughs> is that? Like James yeah. Mays. Like I know I don't have to worry about you guys here. What? Like when we do go into to public restrooms for men how, how does it get that way that's what i, I would, like know. who is out there doing the stuff that has to happen <laughs> in order for these restrooms to look this way like, it doesn't make sense to me it's not Unless hard it's to at get a club every, i don't understand man, like maybe if know? there's alcohol involved sure yeah, but like i'm just talking about like a grocery store restroom like right. you're just not looking at where the urinal is like i don't <laughs> yeah. un, i don't understand how it gets that way no it got so bad they had to remodel the whole bathroom like it My got worst. so bad my worst aim is that, like, if I wake up and I'm dead asleep and I go to the bathroom, that's when I'm the worst. Bet much better drunk because I know, you know to be good drunk. You know, I'm like, okay, right, I gotta yeah, focus you're here. Let's you're like, get right, this I'm done. Drunk, Plus, it, yeah. I'm considerate of the people, you know, that have to also go to the bathroom for the for the most part. Yeah. You know? Yo, if it, if it's middle of the night and I am like real real tired and barely half awake and everything, I'm not opposed <laughs> to sitting down. <laughs> in the dark, like if it, if it, in the dark some, it's fair game. Yeah, there's it's something like, yeah. I'm like I do not want to turn this light on. I don't want to guess. I don't want to clean up if I mess up. Like you know what? Just gonna. Oh sleep. yeah. With kids, Zach, like I've mastered that technique. They just I'm gonna just go to the bathroom. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just have to pee, sit down, and chill for seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> seven minutes. Take a break from your kids. Yeah. Where's Jade? Oh, he's uh he's in the bathroom. My wife said, Again. your stomach feeling okay? I'm like, why? She's like, you've been going to the bathroom a lot lately. 
Like, well, Sadie's been kind of a lot. It's <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Thank you very much. And, uh, Zach, you want to close it up? I would love to close things up here for Eden Lou, for Big Waz, for Mama and Papa Hoy. Uh, who else is on this call? Oh, those things that seem to mess up on me. Uh, for Sarah the Pharmacist, for Anthony Mays, for Jade Hoy, I'm Zach Harvard. Did I miss anybody in that first 20 minutes, 30 minutes? I think we're good. Nope, nope. Enjoy nope. the what? weekend, everybody. Wait, before we go, though, before, before we, we go, go though, go, on, I, did forget, I did forget. I did forget uh, uh, a letter to Jade. And I did want to share this. It's uh, from a longtime fan. Now, Richie Edding, and uh, he's going through some trouble right now. How much money is he? No, no, no. (laughs) Well, I mean, so he does need money. Uh, He said, hi, Jade, this isn't easy to ask, but as as a long-time listener to the pod, I almost feel like there's a CTD family. I was recently diagnosed with colon cancer, and bills are piling up, and treatment gets expensive. My sister started a GoFundMe, but it hasn't reached many people. Uh, is it too much to ask you to tweet the link out? My family and I would have really appreciated it. Thanks, oh, let's, get, let's get back. Let's get back. So he said, um, uh, it's Richie, R-I-C-H-I-E-E-T-T-I-N-G, conquering yeah, colon me. cancer. Um, and then also, he'll be he'll be coming on the show next week. So we'll, we'll have him on, and then hopefully... Um, um, you know, we could raise some money. It all counts. And his um, his Twitter handle is at R-I-C-H-I-E-E-T-T-I-N-G. Richie Eddy. All right? Anyway, so have a good weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Yep. Later, y'all. Bye. All right. Peace. The number one issue in America is climate change. Look at the kids are all out there. They don't do anything about it. And, you know, we're losing billions and billions of birds. We're, we're, they, we're getting the wetlands are getting wetter. The drylands are getting drier, like uh, Governor Newsom says. You know, we're in deep shit here. Generation. The energy, the faith, the devotion, 
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but... Feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. 
Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com, promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.